Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 74 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful tuesday of bets now before we dive deep into today's slates and boys and girls do i mean deep and talk some lines for you today. Please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching it on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio recorded version on your favorite podcasting directory, make sure you hit it there as well because we do release the audio after every live show. Next item up on the docket, if you could also be so kind and you do have a few extra seconds, go ahead and hit that like button. Leave us a comment down below. Leave us a rating all that good stuff we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and last but not least here head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find all of the ttl cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show I am your humble host Colton Colt 45 Sroka. And once again, thank you so much for choosing to hammer in some bets with the TTL crew today. We got a loaded episode coming your way. But before we get into today's slates, today's analysis, and everything in between, let me bring in my partner, the man that I could not do this with, and the man d- do this without. I apologize. I didn't even catch that. The man I could not do this without. <laughs> The man that I lock arm in arms with every single day, get deep in the trenches and go back to battle with these sports books. And a man who is looking to right a few wrongs from yesterday after some bad beats, he's ready to get the money train back on the tracks and have it start steaming once again. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm feeling fresh and ready to rock. Beautiful Tuesday in the windy city of Chicago, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Had a couple bad beats last night, as you mentioned, but short memory, no sweat. We're on to the next day. On to the next day, my friends. You know us, blank slate. Time to keep it moving, keep it grooving. 
Uh, yeah, you know, not too bad of a day for the TTL crew yesterday. While we're on the topic, we might as well just stick with it and uh, get right into yesterday's best bets of the day. So live on your screen, here they come, the recap from yesterday's action. Our mags on the top left of your screen up there. Uh, he went one and two yesterday, got that one victory, thank heavens, in the ninth inning off back-to-back homers to cash that over. He needed it. Uh, rough day for the Royals. Thought they would put up way more than that. Mm-hmm. That was a very rough beat. And then the Braves losing 11-1 to to the Pirates right now. Uh, we are thinking of starting a segment called Fade Minus One and a Half Mondays because it yeah. uh, seems like the big, large favorites on Mondays at Minus One and a Half do not hit and generally that opposing team gets the outright victory so a little something might be coming here soon but with that being said over to the other side of the screen you got my picks i uh, hope you decided to ride with me as well because we got some good cashers in there and ended up getting some plus money and uh, some good units if you did play all of our plays across the board went two one and one my cubbies i thought they would be able to get it done in the first five couldn't do it but my favorite bet of the day the detroit tigers i told you guys i love this line this is the perfect setup line for the Tigers got it done convincingly was up nine to nothing in the closing uh, moments of that game so I actually have another play today that I like just as much as the Tigers yesterday and wouldn't you know it the line is the exact same Mm -hmm. so I suggest you stick around for my best bets of the day I got another plus money Pauly that I am guaranteeing makes it to the window this evening Monday Madness Parlay Rough start to the week for special plays. Gosh darn it. The Braves, what are we doing? The Giants ended up getting three runs, decided to finally start hitting the ball in the eighth inning. Very rough beat there. And then obviously Cubs pushed out. So the special play, 0-1-1 to start the week. But we got a juicy two for Tuesday parlay coming at you. Let me tell you that. One of our juicier. One of our juicier for sure for a two-legger. However, closing out all of yesterday's best bets of the day, you see... The money line dice. They are hot, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have not been fading the dice. I hope you've been rocking with them. We always recommend putting at least a half a unit, or if you do have larger units, maybe a quarter unit down on the money line dice because they are H triple O T right now, or maybe H O triple T. Who knows whichever way you like Oot. to say it. Oot. But yeah, either way, now officially 30, 28, and 1 on the TTL pod are the money line dice. So there you go. Yesterday's best bets of the day. Now, how about today? Told you. <laughs> we got a show. Now, uh, looked across the slates, said, boy, oh boy, we got we got plays from every slate today. Mm-hmm. So kicking off episode number 74 of the TTL pod on this beautiful July 6th, 2021, we're going to get it started with the TTL crew's best bets of the day. As always, my partner's going to get it going. He's got two picks coming at you, playing it safe but loves the value, and I have also already hammered in his two best bets of the day. Now, we got seven, so that leaves five for me. Getting a little bit wild, but not too wild. I got two footy plays coming at you, some Euro 2020 plays. That's right, for the first time ever. I wanted to test the waters for a little while before I brought it to the pod, but it is coming here today, and we got two picks coming out of the Italy and Spain matchup today. And then I got three MLB matchups coming at you that I absolutely love. So that'll do it for the best bets of the day. Then we'll cook on over into the second segment, the special play, the aforementioned two for Tuesday parlay, one NBA leg, one MLB leg, parlayed up 
for plus 350 odds. So nice and juicy. Uh, $20 burning a hole in your pocket. Going to get you a nice $60 plus return. $70 plus return, actually. So make sure you stick around for the two for Tuesday parlay. And then wrapping up. The first half of the show, the betting half of the show, all the analysis, the Moneyline Dice stopping by for their usual role today. They are targeting the matchup between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Miami Marlins with Gonsolin and Lopez on the mound for those two teams. So stay tuned. The Moneyline Dice are glistening in the TTL Production Studios already this morning. They're off camera. You can't see them, but they are looking good. And I had to bring a fire extinguisher on set just in case they decided to catch fire live. However, all that being said, that'll wrap up the betting half of the show. And then you know the deal. We'll get into the second half. Ransom reactions today. The match. We got to talk about that. We got your boy Roge, and we got uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Philly Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau. We got plenty to talk about there. We're going to dive in to Les Habitants' victory last night in OT in Montreal. Going to give you some of my thoughts on what is to come in the Stanley Cup Finals. and Maybe uh, a French lesson. Maybe a French lesson as well, because I did turn French overnight. Um, outside of all of that, we'll bring you the hot takes, the nitty-gritty, the places that far other reporters like to go in the Ransom Reactions. And then, as always... Closing out the show uh, with my Motivation Minutes. Going to give you a message on priming events. Uh, I'm going to let your mind wander on that. I'm not going to spill the beans here before we get into it. So if you want a little extra motivation, inspiration, get you through this day, in addition to some stone-cold locks, analysis, and hot takes, stick around for the very end of the show. I'll be sure to deliver that to you. But for now. Cut all the banter, stop all the nonsense, quit the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL podcast for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. And maybe a little of the motivation and comedy in between too. But either way, it's time to get episode number 74 of the TTL pod started, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, if you haven't checked your calendars, July 6, 2021, the first segment of the day the TTL crew's best bets of the day, and the first half of the first segment, RMAX, best bets of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, my man is ready to rock and roll. He has the hammer wielded in hand. He's got two best bets coming at you today, and I am all over the place with him. He says, you know what, partner? I'm going to change up what I've been doing a little bit. We're going to revamp the handicapping that we've been doing because hey name of the game you always got to improve mm-hmm. so i cannot wait to hear what you got to lay down and folks i suggest you rip out those sports books get ready to smash these plays in and without further ado as always partner you have the floor all righty i appreciate it first two plays as my partner mentioned mlb and nba i'll kick it off with the mlb and I'm going Red Sox versus Angels tonight. Nathan Eovaldi versus Shohei Otani. And I'm actually going to be going with the Red Sox money line. Now, I suppose you might want me to start with the uh, elephant in the room and mm. explain to you why I'm fading Shohei Otani. Uh, so this guy, Shohei Otani, he's coming off of uh, one of the worst performances on the mound in his career. And I'm not really predicting a bounce back here. I love Shohei Otani. Uh, but in this case, I think it's a little bit of a command issue. He 
was pulled in the first inning. You know, if he came back and kind of straightened himself out, got out of that inning and was able to improve on the rest of that start, might be a different story. But he was pulled in the first inning, could see issues again. He had four walks in that inning. I'm seeing a bit of a command issue there that continues today. Not saying he's going to get pulled in the first inning like he did in that start necessarily. But I think he's going to have some struggles, uh, you know, earlier on in the, in the first few innings at least and give up a few runs here. I don't think it's a matter of home and away. His, uh, you know, his home starts have been really good on the season. But like I'm trying to say here, it's uh, more of a command issue that's going to be bugging him here for a couple of starts, in my opinion. And I mentioned that command. He's facing a Red Sox team, last 10 versus righties, that's got a 3-6-4 OBP. So they know how to get on base in those situations. And on the other flip side of this, I really like Nathan Eovaldi to stay hot. His top of the line numbers are actually pretty solid, and he's starting to get scorching hot, to say the least. Uh, his team's record in his starts on the season, 11-6, and six, but in his last two starts, 14 and two-thirds innings pitched, only one earned run allowed. That was one solo home run. He's got the last two wins in his starts for the Red Sox. He's actually been better on the road this season as well. He's got a 3.08 ERA. So I like him to keep that going, stay very, very hot today. If you need some trends, Red Sox actually a pretty damn hot team right now. 10-1 and one straight up over their last 11 games overall. 6-1 and one straight up their last seven in Anaheim. 3-1 and one straight up against these Angels in 2021, whether it's home or away. And on the season, they are actually the best road team in baseball as it stands right now. Okay. Used to be the Rays. They've been uh, tanking games on the road. Mm. And now the Red Sox are starting to clip along. You know, we've been pretty decent all season. And obviously, 10-1 and one straight up last 11 doesn't hurt that. But nonetheless, this team is really scorching along right now. That pitching staff has been, uh, you know, picking up, picking up, mm. picking up the slack. So, all in all, I like uh, Shohei Otani to have a few more issues today. And Eovaldi to stay hot. So, I'm rocking with the Red Sox money line today, partner. I agree with you, my friend. I uh, think that everybody and their dogs is going to be running to the Angels as an underdog, no Mm -hmm. pun intended, uh, with Shohei Otani on the mound. I think this line is just right, and uh, I think Vegas is going to cash in today, and I think we're on the right side. Uh, Red Sox have absolutely heated up out of nowhere. They were looking they were going to slump a little bit here midseason, and now they are back on the ball. They are tearing the cover off the ball, and I think they do just that, as my partner said here early against Shohei Otani, as much as I hate to say it. So, already locked it in. I suggest you guys do two. First best bet coming from our mags, the Boston Red Sox money line. And that's only one now, partner. So, uh... You got a little something else coming, huh? I do. I mentioned it's going to be out of the NBA. Obviously going to be out of the NBA Finals Game 1. I'm not taking a side on this one. That spread, you know, I'm sure partner and I might both have a little bit of an opinions come game time and we might have a pick. Uh, But as far as the total here, we are sticking with the under 219. I'm thinking at least one of the one or both of these teams are going to come out flat in this game. The big money split is actually on the over, excuse me, the big bet slip percentage is on the over. 68% of the bets coming in on the over, while 52% of the money is coming in on the under. So a nice split right there, right in that sweet spot. Uh, Not too massive of a split. Nice, uh, you know, nice sweet spot there where we like that under, uh, getting the slight majority of the money there. On the uh, on the playoffs as a whole here, you've got the Bucks at five four and one to the under on the road in the playoffs, while the Suns four three and one to the under at home. Obviously, those aren't the biggest numbers, but they are staying positive in both cases to the under. And historically, in game ones, a lot of the time you see uh, whether I kind of like what I was saying. Either if it's not one, it's typically both of them coming out a little bit flat. You know. 
big game jitters, the biggest games of many of these dudes' careers. They've never mm. been to the finals. I'm honestly not sure if there's anybody that's been to the finals on either of these teams. Yeah. Maybe one or two. I'm honestly not sure. I didn't look that far into it. Uh, but nonetheless, I think we're going to see him coming out flat. That shooting woes are going to be a little tricky here to feel out the series. Uh, and we see this game staying well under. I'm not saying, uh, you know, like we were seeing with some of those Suns Clippers games where neither team is cracking 100. I'm not saying that. But I think we see it, you know, a 110, 104 type game here in this one, partner. What you think? I got to agree with you 150%, and I can't add anything onto yeah. what you said. The one thing, and uh, this is going to be a free plug. You're welcome. Uh, Barstool Sportsbook is running ah, the Overs yes. Club today. And uh, what that is, and is an exclusive $100 bet to get an exclusive jacket. However, the over must hit. Uh, you know, some of those promotions on our Barstool Sportsbook have been hitting pretty good. So, eh. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna fade the hell out of that. We're sticking with the under. Sticking this total's not going over here today. And uh, I think I don't want to say rust, but I think a little bit of that flat early game one here coming out is gonna play very large. Sure. I think the Suns. You know, overall in the series, I think that rust that they had, uh, rust advantage over the Bucks, is gonna play well into the entire series. But sure. I think coming out, it's gonna be a little bit of rust, as you kind of mentioned in there. So second play and final play out of me is coming out of the. NBA Finals Game 1, under 219. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Our mags, two best bets of the day. Nice and easy, right on through it. Gave them right to you. Hope you already locked them in and they're already in your active bet slip for today. Let's keep this show moving right on along. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. How you doing? You know the deal. Second half of the first segment of episode 74 on this beautiful July 6, 2021. It's time for my best bets of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I am feeling real, real, real good today. Um, much like my partner, we got a lot of answers yesterday, a lot of stuff we've been trying to find out, and we corrected our mistakes. Now, granted, might have not had the best day overall, but we faded some positions that we typically would have take, taken, mm -hmm. and those spots lost. So we're very happy. We're starting to find some real things, and I uh, don't know why it took halfway through the MLB season, but... right. We're getting right along here. And not to toot your own horn, to toot your horn here, mm. but I mean, you look at that Mets-Brewers game oh. yesterday, the large majority of the public's thinking Brandon Woodruff on the mound. Easy Mets money. offense ain't anything special. Rookie pitcher. Exactly. Yeah, said, that's the other aspect, too. Yep. Not so sure. Yep. Not so sure. So. I actually did a little on the money line either way. So, hey, get off of Anyways. that. We're in Anyways. yesterday. Great plays. Let's get on today. We're not tooting <laughs> horns. We're getting into today's plays. So, everything revamped. You know the deal. Here we go. Light speed. Get those sports books back out. Get ready to hammer these bad boys in. First spot, we're going. Hit the all sports. Hit the Euro 2020 box because we're going to the footy pitch. And my first two picks of the day are coming right from there so here we go my first best bet of the day actually coming out of both of them so i'll tell you i'm right both here i'm taking italy to advance not the italy money line italy to advance or to qualify for the next round and over two and a half goals in italy versus spain couple key reasons why I'm taking this. Italy has been an absolute wagon over the course of the entire Euro 2020. They've won five out of their last five games overall. No ties, no draws, no nothing. They have been dominant. Whereas Spain, they've only won two out of their last five, and those other three have been draws. Two 1-1 draws and one nil-nil draw. So I like the Italy boys to come out hot here against a team in Spain that seems to be a little bit tired now. They've been in some 
doggone battles, and they came off of a late game uh, in their last matchup against the Swedes. So I do believe that Italy has just enough. Now, I'm not going to take the money line just in case this does go to PKs, which I don't think it does, but the safe bet here is Italy to advance. All of that brings me to my over two and a half play. Now, Spain has uh, two overs in their last five, but when the pressure has been on for them and they've needed to get goals in net, they have got goals in net. Now for Italy, they have gone over in four out of their last five and scored at least two goals twice and three goals the other two times. So they have been putting balls in net regardless of the opponent, regardless of the pressure, regardless of anything, they've been getting the job done. I honestly see this game ending 3-1, somewhere right in that ballpark. However, 2-1 gets the job done. Sure. I see Italy jumping out early to a 2-0 lead. I got to be honest with you. I And then maybe at half to right before half, we might see this 2-1. I think this cash is in the first half. We're talking two of the heavyweights in this Euro 2020 this year. And I think this uh, you're getting right about plus 136 odds on this. So the over two and a half is a no-brainer for me in this matchup. I'll be riding it with you. I trust you on this one. I am not the footy guy, so I cannot lend uh, any analysis whatsoever on top of that. Uh, what you laid down sounded pretty damn solid there, but, uh, well, that's interesting. That's bizarre. <laughs> if that's if that's really you, hi, Miss Rachel, that's bizarre. Um Okay, uh, moving moving right along. That's there's interesting comments here. Interesting comments. Uh, there's my first two. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is going on right now? All right, two best bets of the day. Italy to advance and over two and a half goals in Italy and Spain. Moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, here we go into my third best bet of the day. Going to the MLB now, and I am, for my first matchup, going to the Oakland Athletics versus the Houston Astros. I am taking the Houston Astros money line in this game, and let me tell you why. Both teams are actually coming off of one day rest, and on equal rest, Houston is 47 and 30 straight up, with Oakland being 44 and 35 straight up. So Houston just a little bit better in that category, but they have been a little bit better more recently on one day rest. This pitching matchup also looms very large for me. You got Chris Bassett on the mound uh, for the A's and Famber Valdez on the mound for the Houston Astros. Now, Bassett hasn't been anything bad. He's been really doggone good, actually, but I think this is a spot where you can really fade him. Uh, he's got nine starts overall on the road, and that is what I mean by where you can fade him. In those nine starts, 226 on base percentage, or opponent batting average, I'm sorry, with also a 3.52 ERA over 53 and two-thirds innings pitched compared to his 2.55 ERA over 53 innings pitched at home. So he gets a little bit more struggly on the road, if you will, and he's given up 13 earned runs actually in his last five road starts houston has been consistent against him in their careers against him uh 128 plate appearances they have a 269 batting average 331 obp and an ops of 722 not to mention houston has been hitting right-handed pitching all season long very well at home they are 259 at the plate 358 on base percentage and scoring right about 5.85 runs per nine Last but not least, the last time that these Astros faced Bassett, they won the game on April 1st, 2021, 8-1. to So 
Do I think it's going to be that much of a landslide? No, but I think it's still going to be pretty doggone similar. Because that brings me to Valdez. He has been doggone good after coming off of the injured list uh, early here in the season. He's had a few bumps in the roads here in his last couple matchups, but he has been dominant at home. He's had three home starts overall, 2-0 record, 191 opponent batting average allowed, 2.00 ERA, and he's done all of this over 18 innings of work. He's handled Oakland's bats very well in the past, 29 at-bats overall, so a small sample size, but I like it to continue to drop down. 185 batting average, 185 OBP, and a 433 OPS. Last but not least, Oakland is struggling at the dish versus lefties right now. Their last five overall versus left-handed pitching, 149 at the plate, 219 OBP, and only scoring 2.89 runs per nine. If that doesn't all do it for you, let me toss some trends your direction. Houston is 4-1 and one straight up in their last five Tuesday games. Homer for day of the week trends. Houston, 12-4 and four straight up in their last 16 games versus a right-handed starter. Houston is 19-7 and seven straight up in their last 26 home games versus a team with a winning record. Houston is 4-0 and oh straight up in the last four games when Valdez gets four days rest or more. Now for Oakland, they are 0-4 straight up in the last four game one of a series. They are 0-5 straight up after allowing two runs or less in their previous game, coming off of that 1-0 loss to Boston on Sunday. And Oakland is 3-8 the last 11 meetings overall. And if you're thinking that Bassett might have some doggone success, let me tell you, Houston, 5-0 straight up in their last five versus a pitcher with a whip less than 1.10. So they should have some very good success here today. Do I think it's 8-1? No, but I think we see something around a little 6-2, 6-3. Nice, easy cash money here for the Houston Astros money line today. I'll be right there with you, my man. I love the Astros today. love Fran Beveltez. Got no issues back in this one. Uh, I don't think there's going to be fishy line action here in this one. So I will be right there with you. Happy to happy to uh, fade Chris Bassett on the road there. So let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Thank you, sir. Into my fourth best bet of the day. Second MLB bet of the day. I am going to the matchup between the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Francisco Giants. And before you start shaking a stick at me, calling me crazy, I'm taking the San Francisco Giants again, but this time I'm taking the Giants money line. I think this is priced just right. I think St. Louis is actually too little of a dog um, for how Wainwright has pitched overall on the road so far this season. I just mentioned it, so I might as well get into it. Today's pitching matchup, Adam Wayne. Wainwright versus Johnny Cueto. Now, Wainwright for the cards. Man, that is going to be a mouthful to keep saying here. <laughs> Wainwright. Wainwright has started uh, to look better as of late. However, he hasn't faced any prolific offenses. He's faced Colorado, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, who is obviously colder than cold, Miami twice, and then Cleveland. None of those teams have been able to really put up any runs over the course of the last month here. And even though he has been doggone decent overall so far this season, his struggles have all come from the road. He did really good in his last two road starts, but once again, that was against Colorado and against Arizona. You don't really ever know what you're going to get from the Rockies. They are good at Coors Field, but you never really know this season. And obviously, we all know the D-backs are a dumpster fire. So, about those road starts, he's had six of them overall. He's got a 2-2 two and two record with a 260 opponent batting average allowed, 5.35 ERA, and he's done all of that over 33 and two-thirds innings of work. San Francisco has handled him well in the past, and I like these numbers to go up today because it is a little bit smaller of a sample size. Uh, 67 at-bats, 221 uh, 
opponent batting average allowed, 229 on base percentage for the Giants, and 634 OPS. So I like those to tick up a little bit here today, especially after the Giants having a rough start to the game and then the offense catching fire at the very end. I like them to keep that momentum rolling here today. And last but not least, uh, yesterday the Giants faced Kim, the lefty. They've been a little bit weird against lefties. I will admit that. I thought they were hot enough to overcome it, but not against righties. Right now in their last five against right-handed pitching, they're hitting 288 at the plate, 364 OBP and scoring 6.52 runs per nine. And they have hit uh, right-handed pitching extremely well at home all season. I won't give you those numbers, but you can fact check me if you want. They're even better than their last five versus righties. As for Cueto, I know he hasn't been the best, and I know you might think that anytime you see him on the bump, it's kind of fade territory. One thing he has been good at this year is bouncing back. When he gives up some runs and uh, he needs to bounce back in the next game, he does so. And once again, he's found himself in that position here versus the Cardinals. I think he's going to be just fine because his home starts have been way better across the board than his road starts. He's had seven starts at home. The Giants are 5-2 and two with him on the bump. 236 opponent batting average allowed. 2.81 ERA and he's done all of that over 41 and two-thirds innings. So I love him to remain dominant at home and not to mention hasn't faced the cards for uh, quite some time now. It's, it's been about two years. And the last time he lost that matchup. If you go back in the trends, Cueto has consistently, after losing to the Cardinals in his previous matchup, he's fired up. He wants to get his lick back. He gets the win in the next Cardinal matchup. I had no idea, dove deep, and that seems to be a consistent trend for Mr. Cueto. If you don't like all of that, if you think I'm foo-fooing you, let me give you some key trends here. The Cardinals, 1-6 straight up in their last seven games versus a team with a winning record. The Cardinals are also 1-7 in their last eight games straight up versus a team with a home winning percent of greater than 600. The Cardinals are also 2-10 in their last 12 games straight up versus a right-handed starter. The Giants, 40-18 straight up in their last 58 home games. 35-16 in their last 51 as a home favorite. 8-1 straight up in their last nine versus the NL Central, and and 23-5 straight up in Cueto's last 28 starts on four days rest or more. So I'm not worried about Cueto at all here. You got some really key trends backing him, and I think the Giants do just enough. Might be a little sweaty early. We might uh, go back and forth here once again, but I think the Giants get this win. No problem, no harm, no foul. Giants, money line, fourth best bet of the day. I'm, uh, I, you know, I, we I know you're on the fence. This. I'm on the fence about this one. I love your analysis. Uh, you had some interesting stuff there. Cardinals team has been a little, uh, a little sneaky lately. Kind of, I guess I am just a little more skeptical about Cueto if I'm being totally honest, sure. but, uh, you know, you laid some solid analysis down, so we'll see on my part. I, uh, I've, I've been very proficient in picking the cho- in picking and choosing the places when to ride and Cueto? fade Cueto. Yeah. yeah oh, so, you and, have. And, and I, I think, for that and sure. I think this is one of those riding spots. Matter of fact, I believe it is one one of those riding spots. So fourth best bet of the day, one more time, Giants full game money line. And wrapping things up, my fifth and final best bet of the day. This might be my favorite bet across the entire card, across at least my card at the bare minimum. Let me get into it. I'm going to the matchup between the New York Yankees and the Seattle Mariners. And I am taking the Seattle Mariners money line. 
I told you at the top of the show, I feel exactly the same way about this play that I did yesterday about the Tigers, and the line is right about exactly the same, right around plus 132. I absolutely love the Mariners in this spot. And you might not have known that the Mariners are five games over 500 right now at 45 and 40, and the Yankees are only one game over 500 at 42 and 41. So the Yankees have kind of found themselves a seat on the struggle bus as of late last few weeks of June and definitely rolling in here to July, coming off of a few rough beatdowns in the Subway Series against the Mets over the weekend, and Seattle's actually starting to pick some things up here. However, I like the pitching matchup a lot here today. Jamison Tallion on the mound for the Yankees and Justice Sheffield on the mound for the M's. Tallion has not been good at all and particularly not good on the road. 15 starts for him this season, 3-4 and four record, 269 opponent batting average allowed, 327 on-base percentage, 5.43 ERA, and a 1.36 whip all over 69 and two-thirds innings pitched. His five road starts, however, he's 0-3 with a 385 opponent batting average allowed and an 11.12 ERA on the road, only in 17 innings pitched. He is getting mashed on the road regardless of the team, regardless of the ballpark. And it is a very small sample size, but some of the best bats in this lineup have handled Talion extremely well in their career. Only um, nine at-bats, but 444 opponent batting average, 444 on-base percentage, and a 1.000. OPS. So I like them to handle Talion just fine. I don't think he is going to dominate them at all. And last final closing thought on Talion, he's averaging a barrel rate about 10.7% right now. So he is allowing loads and loads of hard contact. Not to mention the WRC plus for the league right now is right about 100. The M's over the course of June are right at 105. Mm -hmm. So they have been absolutely putting runs up when they need to. They've been getting the job done, and I think they just do fine against Talion today. I think they might put up seven runs on this guy. I don't know, but I know it's a little lofty, but I absolutely love them to get it done. However, you got Justice Sheffield on the mound for the M's, and you might look at him and think you really need to fade him, and I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't tell you you're wrong. However, he's been a little bit better than what you would think, and he's actually handled the Yankees pretty doggone well. 21 at-bats against them, only a 260 batting average and 260 on-base percentage, a 708 OPS. I like those numbers that kind of continue to drive down because of that small sample size. Some of those guys only have two, three hits, and it's inflating those numbers a lot. So I think those numbers go down uh, through the floor today because the Mariners' MO is to close these games out at the very end and get these sneaky victories victories and the Yankees MO right now is to not be able to close mm-hmm. out games and let these games slip away. I think that's how this game plays out tonight, but a couple key trends as to why I also believe all this is going to happen. The Yankees are 0 and 5 straight up in their last 5 games during game 1 of a series. They are also 0 and 4 in the last 4 st- Game one of a series. Let me let me restart this so I say this right. This is hard. Uh, the Yankees are 0-4 straight up in the last four Talion starts in game one of a series. There we go. The Yankees 1-5 in their last six versus a team with a winning record and 1-4 straight up in their last five games as a road favorite. Seattle 5-0 straight up in the last five Sheffield starts versus a team with a winning record. 4-0 straight up in their last four home games versus a team with a winning record. 
Six and one in their last seven versus the AL East, and ten and four in their last fourteen games as an underdog. Give me all of the Mariners money line here today. I love them. This is probably my best bet of the day. So one final time, fifth and final one for me. Seattle Mariners money line. I love it, my man. The Yankees are one of the teams that I always have to look real carefully at because obviously there's certain spots to back them. But when you get them minus 150-ish on the road against a team that they actually, when you look closer, they're not even better than, uh, you know, you have to really consider fading them. There's teams, I don't know, I've been a proponent of it in all sports. You look at college basketball with Duke this past year. Duke basketball, there's such a massive fan base around the entire country that, I mean, they were one of the worst teams ATS, and people will still pour money into them, even when they're the favorites, because people love backing them, and the Yankees are the poster child for that in the major leagues. So one key thing I wanted to say, so you said right around plus 150? Minus 150 for the Yanks. Oh, for the Yanks, okay. Yeah, never never mind. So like, if you see a dog at plus 150... Mm -hmm. That's that's a little, eh, right, right. easy. This plus one thirty, right. that's right in the ballpark, and you're right. That minus one fifty for that favorite, that's right in that Especially beautiful a road ballpark. Favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it, it's a team that's been really fucking good at home. Yeah, and I mean you want to lay the chalk with that, go right ahead. But uh, I will gladly be taking the Seattle Mariners money line. So there you go, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All of the TTL Cruise best bets of the day, locked and loaded. Let's keep this show steaming on down the tracks with today's special play of the day the aforementioned two for Tuesday parlay. Now I told you that uh, we got one MLB leg and one NBA leg on this bad boy. We're actually not taking any new plays here. We didn't uh, analyze anything else. We didn't target anything else. Well, we did, but we just didn't like it as much as these two plays. So nothing really else to give you, but the two legs on the two for Tuesday parlay. Leg number one out of the Suns and Bucks matchup tonight under 218 and a half, 219, wherever you're seeing it out on your favorite book. And the Seattle Mariners money line. Parlay those two bad boys up. You're going to get right around plus 350 odds. I like this parlay a doggone lot. Um, it's kind of uh, fade the public favorite uh, two for Tuesday parlay, if you will. A little bit. Uh, public's little loving bit. the over and the public is loving the Yankees. So, hey think we're gonna fade to public you know the deal when everybody zigs we zag over here at the ttl pod so there is the two for tuesday parlay but if you uh didn't rip out your sports books as i was uh delivering that to you and uh you kind of missed a little bit or maybe you're tuning in late and you didn't get all of our best bets of the day not to fret because you tuned in at the perfect time it's time to put our best bets of the day up live on the screen for the first time on this beautiful july 6th 2021. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Best bets of the day now live on your screen. On the left side of your screen, you got our Max picks one more time with his two best bets of the day. He's got the Boston Red Sox full game money line and the under 219 game total in Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. Over on to the right side of your screen, you got my picks for the day. Got five best bets coming at you. Italy to advance. Italy versus Spain over two and a half goals. San Francisco Giants full game money line. Houston Astros full game money line. And Seattle Mariners full game money line. There you go. The seven best bets of the day. And then all below that, the two for Tuesday parlay. Today's special play, the Milwaukee Bucks versus Phoenix Suns under 219. And the Seattle Mariners money line parlayed for once again, right about plus 350 odds. Let's get a special play to the window here, my friend. How about it? 
I like the look of this card. Matter of fact, I love the oh, look of this wow. card. I know I always say it, but I do it every day just in case. I got the broom out of the closet. It's nice and cleaned off, ready for some sweeping here yeah. this evening. Do have to apologize to you folks, though. We got some late cards going on here. Yep. Make sure you re-up on the nitroglycerin pills well, uh, before this evening's action starts. You got the finals at 8 o'clock, though, so you can have some MLB on the side there. It shouldn't keep you, uh, you know, that baseball shouldn't keep you up too much longer than the finals game, I don't think. Uh, the Mariners game starts at 8.40. Okay. Well, so it's going to be gonna be late night. Either way, yeah, it's late night, yeah. either way, yeah, either way, get your nitroglycerin pills in. That's what I'm trying to tell you because we're going to be up late night cashing tickets all evening to the wee hours of the morning. So there you go. There you have it. I'll leave it up there just for a few brief seconds so you guys can hammer anything in that you missed or you didn't catch me say. How about that 1993 uh, Talking Stick Arena Court? Don't think that's what it was called back then. But, okay. Uh, all right. That's a 1993 hey. NBA. I don't know if it was from the NBA Finals, but it's from 1993 when they were last in the NBA Finals. All right. I wonder who put this graphic together. Hmm. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Who's, Who's to, to say? know? <laughs> thank you, partner. I certainly appreciate it. And thank you for uh, giving me that update. I had no idea that's what that actually was. So there you go. The best bets of the day and the two for Tuesday parlay special play. Let's keep it going. Final segment of the first half of the show. You see the money line dice on the screen now as well. One more time rolling today for the matchup between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Miami Marlins. So here we go. Let's get into it. Today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. All right. So without further ado, as I uh, get our honorable guests out and live on set, mm -hmm. partner, could you be so kind as to indulge myself and uh, all of our kind fans out there as to who is the home team, who is the away team here this evening, or who's coming in as the favorite and the dog, as I'm sure probably we could all guess. What's a little bit of the total going on there, and then uh, any outstanding storylines we should all know that you think, um, after you complete all of that, I will be right back for you and you, and we'll get you some dice live on the screen. All righty. So, as my partner mentioned, we've got the Dodgers and Marlins here. Dodgers coming in as the road team in this matchup, coming into Miami. You got Tony Gonsolin on the mound for the Dodgers. 1-0 record, 281 ERA versus Pablo Lopez for the Marlins. 4-5 record, 297 ERA. He has been pretty damn solid. Uh, Gonsolin on the season, this is going to be his sixth appearance, I believe. He has allowed one earned run in each of his appearances. However, he has not gone further than four innings pitched. So this is going to be, uh, you know, at least two-thirds of a bullpen day here, probably for the Dodgers if this trend continues. However, they have won all five games in which he has appeared in this year. Now on the other side, you got Pablo Lopez, who has been one of our favorite guys to back in certain spots because he is really solid. But you can never really trust this Marlins team too much. He is a right-hander. He's got a 2.97 ERA, as I mentioned. And in his home starts, he's got a 2.01 ERA. So he has been pretty damn solid at home. Having said all of that, the Dodgers are coming in as the favorite. Obviously, the uh, you know the better team, 53-32 and 32 compared to Miami's 36-47. and 47. Dodgers on the money line, minus 134, with the Marlins coming in at plus 118, plus 120 range. The run line here, Dodgers minus 1.5 at plus 134, with the Marlins plus 1.5 at minus 139. 
Dodgers getting a lot of the action here on the money line. 87% of the bets with 76% of the money. So some bigger money coming in on the Marlins with Pablo Lopez there. That total is set at eight runs as we sit right now. A little bit of a big, actually, a big split here of differing opinions. 61% of the bets on the under. However, 92% of the money coming in on the under. So some massive money coming in on that under eight. Got some faith in these arms and uh, not much faith in the offenses. Partner, are we about ready? As you sip some coffee. I apologize. Yes. Good, Joe. Yes, we are... uh, (laughs) We are more than about ready here for today's Moneyline right. Dice Roller today. Hey, cheers to y'all out there if you're sipping some coffee while we're uh, while we're breaking down some bets here for you. Cheers to you. Cheers. All right, back in action here, you sons of guns. Now, for the first time, live on your screen, July 6, 2021. I'm going to make sure you know what today's date is before this show is over. The Moneyline Dice, now live in prime time as always, just glistening. Off of the TTL production studio lighting. I mean, just glistening, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta get some power shots in here. And, you know, before we even dive deep into this, let me just remind you, because so many people are always asking, want to know, want to get, want to see how they can acquire their own Moneyline dice. Well, we make it super easy for you. In order to get them, don't go uh, searching the interweb, don't go hitting the old Google machine. Just go to this episode's description. Down at the very bottom, you're going to see the MoneylineDice.com website. Now, they got plenty of other merchandise outside of just the Moneyline Dice, and it's actually pretty doggone fire if I do say so myself. However, nothing is off limits. You can load up on anything you want, stick it in your cart, and when you get to that cart, you're going to enter code TTL10 at checkout. TTL10. You're going to get 10% off your first order at MoneylineDice.com. And in case you forget the the offer code, you can just look at it right in this episode's description as well. We paste it right in there. So go head on over to MoneylineDice.com. Start rolling with the crew. Now is the best time because apparently right at the uh, beginning of July is when Moneyline Dice catch fire. So I suggest you get your own set, start rolling with the crew, or hell, don't even roll with us. Roll on your own and let the all-knowing Moneyline Dice start cashing some damn tickets for you. But now, Let's get in to today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Alrighty. Scoot them on over here, my friend. Feeling pretty damn good, huh, Dice? Feeling good, they are. First things first, home or away roll. Are we going to be taking the home team Miami Marlins? Juntos Miami or the away team Los Angeles Dodgers? In three, in two, in one. Away team Dodgers. Dodgers. Okie dokie then. Now, will we be taking them on their money line, or do the dice have confidence in them to get it done by two or more? We all find out in three, in two, in one. Whoa. Woo! Where are we at here? Money line. Money line. Money line it is. I can reach across for you, partner, unless you got it. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The first selection, not made official yet, first selection, Los Angeles Dodgers money line. Now you know the deal. Wild card die. Are we going to double down? Are we going to have to reroll? Or the dice just going to skip it all and say, hey, we got to play on the total two. So without further ado, now live on your screen for the first time in three, and two, and one. That's a re-roll. Re-roll it is. Okay. So. so we'll skip all the fanfare this time around. You know the deal. Dice. Come on. Here we go. First roll. Home away. 
switching their mind to the home team. They wanted to say, hey, we need a little extra screen time today. Wanted to uh, get back to the home team. So home team money line or run line? Run line it is. Okay, so Marlins plus one and a half, unofficial. Wild card die. Shoot. All the way over there. Goodness gracious, Dice, what are we doing today? Away to yes. Away to yes. Okay, my friends. Well, one more time. Here we go. The Dice are wanting some screen time. Home or away? Away team. Away team Dodgers. I would be Back uh, to the away shit, team. but they've been doing this lately, and it's been working out And it's out been for working them. for them. So... I ain't talking shit. ATS money line. ATS? Whoa. Dodgers minus one and a half. And. All right, Dice. We got to get on with the show here. Over. Over. Total. Eight runs. Over eight. eight runs. So. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, you heard it here first, courtesy of the Moneyline Dice. Los Angeles Dodgers, minus one and a half and over eight and a half runs in tonight's matchup. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate you. You know, you need a little extra screen time. I understand. Seriously. I can't fault you for that. But as you said, partner, Third roll has been uh, second and third roll. Second and third roll have well. been killing, going well, killing for the dice. So there you go. You heard me though. The over, I believe, as long as I uh, make sure I get that correctly. Dice saying screw you to that big big money. Nah, sixty one percent on the under bets. Ninety two percent of the money on the under. Oh, can you say severe monetary liability? Yeah. The dice are seeking it out. They're saying, hey 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 hey, Vegas ain't going to. Uh, to trick us on this one we're taking the over so there you go one final time for you those of you not watching live or the recorded video take tonight per the money line dice the all-knowing all-powerful ever-present money line dice los angeles dodgers minus one and a half and over eight and a half runs once again thank you dice thank you dice thank you dice there we go we appreciate your presence thank you sir let me get these Moneyline dice back in the handy carrying case that they so valuably come in. That's like a 17 and 9 uh, stretch right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a stretch and a half for the dice. Let me tell you that much. Have a great day, dice. We will see you on tomorrow's show. Thank you for popping on in. Ladies and gentlemen, producer Colt has to uh, make some quick adjustments here. So we're all in business for the second half of the show. There you go. There's the Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Everything looking good on this end. All right. As always, ladies and gentlemen, if you are one of the kind degenerate gambling folks that just decides to stop by the TTL pod for the first half of the show for our best bet special play analysis trends and everything in between that officially does it for the first half we got no more best bets well we might because we got some uh, potential betting stuff to get into for the second half of the show as well but that does it we're giving you everything we are 150 percent hammering in today so if you are officially headed out of here as always we hope you have a spectacular rest of your tuesday unless you have other plans but don't stay away for too long come on back around for wednesday's show because we need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time so we'll see you peace and love but for the rest of you sticking around for the second half of the show the time where we let the hair down a little bit 
Drop it into first gear, kick it back, talk some shit, some nonsense, and everything in between. You ready? Oh, I'm very ready. I am too. So I suppose it's time to get into today's Rants and Reactions! Alright, here we go. Uh, as always, partner, while I get uh, situated over here for the uh, next about 45 minutes or so. How you doing? How you grooving? You're looking good over there. Showed up to the studio this morning beaming with a smile on your face. So, uh, what do you got to report? Report? I got nothing to report. I'm ready to get rocking and rolling on some ranting to do. Alright, well hot damn. Let's get right on into <laughs> it then, my friends. Here we go. Uh, actually, let me close this last thing up. Alright. So, uh, kicking things off today, um, we discussed a lot about the Olympics um, coming up here soon. The TTL crew is still on the fence. If we will be boycotting or not, not 100% certain what we'll be doing. If you guys are thinking about it, hey, drop us a comment, let us know, and we'll start this whole coalition of the United States boycotting the Olympics. Uh, can we get it done? I don't know, but hey. The jury is still out. We'll see what happens. Sticking with the Olympics, I was listening to the director of FanDuel Sportsbook. Someone was asking him about what type of offerings for the Olympics. Still getting ironed out, but there may be some restrictions depending on certain athletes' age. Probably mm. not a good idea to be betting on 14-year-olds, 16-year-olds. Probably not. There's going to be some offerings. I've already peeked out. There's, uh, there's already some like uh, women's and men's basketball I think they're still at qual obviously they're not at the olympics but I, I think they're still doing qualifying stuff obviously so it's gonna be some good stuff coming out for those i would have to uh i would have to agree with you i'm excited to see if we got like some javelin some shot put some stuff going on who yeah. knows um speaking of um listening to odds makers or traders or right. whatever the case might be on your favorite sports book uh went back and forth with fanduel Sportsbook yesterday Aha. um pretty doggone cool um ever since and, and sorry if you don't get this but ever since we kind of started this and uh have had some content rollout and stuff like that they have been extremely responsive to me so hey fanduel thank you guys so much um ever in the future you guys are looking to uh partner get one of them uh fish out of the sea hey we're always always here and available but let's leave that to the side for now however was talking with them yesterday and uh i noticed that uh some of the guys that we follow within gambling twitter some of the guys we're close with have been playing the first inning over under 0.5 runs so a half a run um so i like those overs i and i told you i was actually going to do that instead of the daily draw i was going to do the your yes runs in the first inning and i got to looking through it looking through it looking through it and i couldn't find anything anywhere and i even had mags break it down i was like hey man can you look through a couple of these games and see if i'm just like missing something here like i just want it so bad i can't see it so i reached out to him i was like hey is this not available whatever uh to which they responded that their traders have uh confirmed that it is not available in illinois but they are working actively on it and should potentially by the uh end of the next couple of weeks here have the yes runs in the first inning available to illinois sportsbooks users so uh good got stuff. that update good stuff coming here you heard it here first from the ttl uh crew heard it from my mouth you know coming uh coming right your way your fee yes runs in the first inning to a fanduel sportsbook near you right because it was goofy they do offer like zero runs one runs two runs and it's like all right well i'm not betting one run and yeah and then they go, then they go two, two and then i'm screwed yeah. right so i was like so, ah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that here so, today i don't need that so 
that's why I decided not to put out that play. If you guys were anticipating me putting that out yesterday, I could not find the bets because they were not were not available. But today might have a daily draw in mind. Might have a daily draw in mind. That's a big might. Might have saved you though, because I believe I guessed that you were going to put the Sox and Twins on there, and I don't believe they scored. I don't think they did either. So, so hey, pretty doggone cool. Uh yeah. So there you go. Uh, a little bit of uh, random rabbit holes to kick Anyways. off today's rants and reactions. Uh, big thing I wanted to talk about coming up today. Not exactly sure what time. Let me tell you exactly what time. I believe it's 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. All right. Well, uh, it is the match. Aaron Roge and Bryson DeChambeau versus Philly Mickelson, the lefty, and Tom Brady. Now, we've already kind of talked about it. Partner, I, I could just about guess where you're going to go, where you're going to lie. You know, honestly, uh, so just to say it, there's a 0% chance that I could possibly bring myself to hammering in anyone other than Aaron Rodgers, first of all. However, in my if I'm trying to be unbiased here, I... Uh, Phil and Tom as a dog is valuable as hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> Not only am I uh, concerned about what's going on with Bryson and Shambo lately, whether it's on the course or off the course, that is not uh, giving me the most uh, you know comforting feeling trying to back those guys. But also, we've seen Phil, and I guess I'm maybe I don't think I'm talking about out of my ass here. He's been uh, I know he's won the last one, but I I feel like he's pretty damn solid in these you know whenever he's in these the match whatever it's one two three. Wow! So DraftKings is uh, exclusive betting partner of the match. I got it pulled up here on DraftKings. That's what I said. DraftKings exclusive betting partner oh, of the match. I no. You said, <laughs> no. You said, my bad. You said, I have FanDuel pulled up. My bad. No, I never said FanDuel, but oh, no biggie. Right. <laughs> no biggie. Yeah, if you guys use FanDuel, they do not have the match available okay. for betting. So if you want to bet the match, it is only available on DraftKings, um, as far as I can tell. I don't know if they're put it up later in the afternoon or what, but I don't see it on there. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I. I agree with you. I it's it's hard for you to hammer in anybody right. but Rose. I know that for sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers like, is a solid golfer. He's a solid, he's a solid golfer. Golfer, but the way Phil plays, the arrogance that he plays with in these I matches know. is superhuman. Like he forget any bad shots you've seen Phil Mickelson take over the last month. He's about to play the best match of his entire life. And there'll probably be about four or five holes that he's going to look at Tom and just say, ah, we'll give that to him, huh? And scoop up the ball and just walk off the green. And it's yeah, going to be man. about a 40-foot putt, and they're going to have a three-foot putt, and they're going to end up missing that three-foot putt. The way the Phil plays games, these, man. it's insane. It's you're insane. you're giving me a guy who's, uh, at least lately, had a pretty questionable mental, uh, you know, Questionable on at court. best. <laughs> questionable yeah, at best, oh, my friend. Gracious. Now, having said that, I do like Aaron Rodgers to, you know, kind of not necessarily balance that out because he's obviously not well, the golf level. Obviously, Rose but. reportedly, actually per him, took this offseason off to work on that mental health, to get that mind fair. right. I was going to say, he's so, not going to be the one that's got the mental we might uh, have, you know. We might have a little yin and yang going here with some Bryson and Aaron. I'm excited for this. But then honest. we might have everything start going off here, and I could see by the first three holes this line flip a ruse real fast. Oh, yeah. uh, I could see Phil and Tom getting out to a real quick early lead, uh, birdie in the first couple holes. And now, uh, I have to whew. imagine he's pretty good, but I honestly don't know how solid Tom Brady is. Tom's a killer. Tom's say, a murderer, uh, dude. Did you not see his his shot from the last match? I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I guess I just don't know. There's like multiple that. shots. Okay. He's I, a killer. I, I think I must have missed that one then. Yeah, I've he, watched a handful of these. I must have missed that. Mm -hmm. I think that was the second one because the third one was Tiger, Phil and Tiger. Right. And then, or no, that might have been the first one was Phil and Tiger. That's right. But then there was another Phil and Tiger. There were two of them. 
and then there was the Phil Last and Charles right, and Steph and, uh, Steph and Peyton. Right. So this will be the fifth or sixth. Uh, hey. Well, technically it's the match four. Yeah, the match four. Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever, which Any, one it is now, the match anyways. is happening today. Uh, I suggest you tune in because every single one of them has been electric. Uh, whether they're side betting on holes or whether Phil Mickelson is playing mind games with uh, his opponents. It is an electric watch, so I can't wait. I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to be smashing in some bets on it for sure. Uh, you heard it here first. I'm taking Phil and Tom to get the job done in the match today. Uh, yeah, I'm just cruising through, looking like they're going to have some solid props. So okay. it should be a fun one. I'm actually getting excited for this. Right, it doesn't make right. a lot of sense to me that they wouldn't put this on July 5th when half the country is off of work after the 4th of July. Typically, because in the past they've done like the day after Thanksgiving or you know sure. something like that. So it's kind of weird that they're doing hmm. four o'clock on Tuesday the six. That is weird. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, but right. uh, uh, hey, either way, I think it's whatever works for the professionals, sure. not for the people. So there you go. There you have it. Let's keep these rants and reactions just cooking right along into the UFC, the eight-sided circle. Um, one um one big thing I wanted to mention, not um. Not sure if anybody will ever have uh, access to this, but Robbie Fox is, uh, hey, big props to you, my man. If you ever hear this or if by some chance somebody hears this and get whatever the case might be, Robbie Fox is doing the damn thing in the world of MMA. Uh, if you don't know who Robbie Fox is, he is um, with Barstool Sports, um, the very skinny, you know, yeah, you know, I know, you know I who know. he is. Uh, so if you haven't seen him, um, either way, he's had a few interviews with Conor McGregor, and I, I love Robbie. Robbie has an electric personality. Uh, he has some of the best content. I, I actually watched him breaking down... Um, uh, a clip of him breaking down Fleetwood Mac's, um, one of their albums, huh. and his... He was talking about the percussion and how they they like scratched the back of a chair. His knowledge mm -hmm. is insane. Either way, back to MMA. He is the MMA and boxing authority for Barstool Sports, essentially. And now, apparently him and Conor McGregor are best friends. Yeah, I, know, I always knew he was a huge fan of it. Conor yeah, pops man. out for uh, the early, early. Conor has arrived in yeah. Vegas Monday. Here we go, fight week. Connor comes out on stage, does a few waves, does a few this, does a few that, doesn't really say anything as he goes to exit stage, stops, turns, looks right at Robbie and goes, Robbie, how you doing, brother? And walks off the stage, doesn't say a word to anybody else, and Robbie just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I totally expected him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was great content. So I wanted to say that um, I saw that and it absolutely killed me. I mean, that is, that is awesome for Robbie because I know he's been working super hard at that. And hey, his content for MMA, if you guys want some good MMA content, I suggest you check him out as well. Um, but for my MMA content, nothing really crazy for you guys. Nothing uh, to really update. I pretty much got you updated there at the beginning of the week as far as rumblings, happenings in the heavyweight division, uh, rumblings, happenings. Uh, in other fight promotions outside of the UFC. Um, nothing else crazy has really come out yet. Um, Chan Sung Jung, actually, TKZ, the mm -hmm. Korean zombie, is uh, eyeing a title fight here. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, he said that uh, by how well he outpointed Dan Ige and just outclassed him throughout that entire fight, he is more than deserving of a title fight. Okay. So 
I can't say that I disagree. I would love to see TKZ back on the top once again, and uh, I think I would buy my hat, throw my hat in the ring there for a little TKZ championship opportunity. I think so too. At the very least, you know, uh, you know, the next level fight to win the fight, yeah. the title fight, at least little that. number one contender action sure. for sure. I I would definitely agree with it. So I saw that come out. Uh, we'll see if anything happens if TKZ gets another fight here in 2021. Would love to absolutely see it. And then Dan Ige too, because Dan Ige has not been bad. No. He it was just one of those rough nights, one of those off nights. You can you can get got any time in the UFC. Both of those guys seem like they're right in that sweet spot mm-hmm. of getting that experience, but still not quite over the hill. So mm-hmm. it's kind of that nice, nice sweet spot in there, you know, in that spot where they kind of tear through things in the second half of their career. Absolutely. Uh, so there you go. They got it. But um, as for UFC 264 coming up this weekend, four more sleeps, ladies and gentlemen, as the great John Anik would say. Um, hopefully here sometime soon we connect sure. can connect big with that gambler. man because he is a big gambler uh, and we are huge on the UFC so our worlds interlace he is the UFC and we are the gambling side of things and we both love the opposite yeah. so <laughs> we're uh, we're trying to make some connections with John Anik a little hint for you there there's your daily hint uh, outside That's of that <laughs> yeah not, not a subtle hint at all uh, so there you go there you got it uh, but yeah Cannot wait for UFC 264 Friday. As always, uh, we'll have the main card parlay, uh, the main card breakdown, full card breakdown. We'll have everything for you. Uh, so make sure, uh, at the very least, you tune into Friday's show. We're going to kick off the Rants and Reacts segment, Rants and Reactions segment, with uh, the UFC fight card breakdown and everything in between. Uh, tends to be right when the lines are about the best, and uh, my main card parlays are right there. I'm feeling one this week, ladies and gentlemen. So I suggest you tune in for that. We will be sure to break down all of the fights on UFC 264 coming up on Friday's show will be episode number 77 at that point. Holy cow. But moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, dive into the MLB here real quick, partner. Okay. Um, Not going to waste too much time on it. Just a quick little update, though. Um, I've done some reading on it. It does not look good. Um, not really going to talk about any of the things I've read or any of the logistics behind it. What I can tell you is, uh, talking about the Dodgers, talking about one of their big pitchers, Trevor Bauer, uh, per Dave Roberts, it does not look like he will be back, um, past the seven day, uh, MLB mandatory administrative leave. Looks like it's going to be a much, much, much longer timetable than that. And without saying it, he said that might be the season uh, without saying it. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah. Um, not too certain, not going to waste a whole lot of time on it, but, um, I, I don't know what the Dodgers can do without no, that ace I guy. I mean, I, I'm kind of in the same opinion of that where, uh, yeah, we're not going to get into it, but unless something gets cleared up, chances are he's going to be out until that point. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not going to be good. So as always, you know, our stance, uh, if it's true, let justice be served to the fullest extent. If it's not hope everything gets cleared up and we see Bauer outage back on the mound. Sure. Either way. There's your update on that, just so you know, in case you're wondering where the hell has Trevor Bauer been uh, dealing with a little bit of legality issues right now. Uh, but moving right along, um, I wanted to pose this question to you, partner. Actually, you'll probably disagree with me because your boys have already unveiled theirs. But have the Giants unveiled the best City Connect jerseys so far this season? You already answered my question, first of all. Second of all, I actually, maybe it was just me and maybe my digging skills were uh, off at the time. I couldn't find the clearest like single picture of the full thing it oh, really kept finding like 
you know, like quarters of it and like partial of the logo. It was mm. weird. Like I got the concept of it, but I, I didn't see one full shot that was the full uniform. Well, um, Najee Harris had one on yesterday. He was at the Giants game for some reason. Once I don't understand why he was at the Giants game. Uh, I don't, I, yeah, it, I don't it, it, I, it blew my mind. I was like, why is Najee wearing a Giants uniform? Unless he's, I think he might be from the Bay California, actually. Okay. I think he might be from the Bay. Either way, um, yeah, he was wearing one yesterday. Sick as all get out. Yeah. Ice white with the orange logo, but it's a fog. So they're like the orange logo right. fades from orange down to white. And then they got the Golden Gate Bridge on the sleeve. Okay. And then there's something else on like on the trimming and stuff. But I mean, it's just so icy and clean. Now, the socks all blackout pinstripes was pretty damn fucking clean as well. Yeah, personally, there's not going to be much that can top that. Yeah, I, I would say those. I would say those two have been my favorite so far, and I love the Cubbies. Uh, obviously, bought my City Connect tee. Yeah. I I freaking love that tee, but. Probably, there's a lot that still are going to come out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there should be some really good ones. Um, I don't think the Giants are actually unveiling it until after the All-Star break, right. though. So still be a little bit of time before you actually get to see those. But there you go. There you have it. Uh, War on Sticky Stuff still raging on. Nothing new or noteworthy. Nobody really got pulled yesterday. I have been paying attention, though, partner. And these boys have been touching the brims of their hat and all. Lot. You think these umpires are kind of pulling the reins back? Like, Saying uh, like, hey, because, I mean, think about it. How awkward did some of those interactions look when we first started doing that? Yeah. I'm not well, even I mean, uncomfortable. It's, yeah, whether it's that pitcher actually being an asshole about it, whether it's that or, you know, just an uncomfortable interaction. It's right. straight up uncomfortable. You're not right. wrong. And the way, I mean, I talked about it yesterday, the whole Kenley Jensen yeah. deal on Sunday with the umpire literally doing the classic let me look away, crack my neck, act like I don't see anything, and uh, play ball. Right. I, is that what we're doing now? I is think like, that's what we're yeah, doing I, now. I mean, Unless you're that obvious where you got a big old black spot in your glove around your hat, I think we get to, you know more lenient on it. I don't think these umpires want to deal with that bullshit, and uh, they just want to move on and play the game for the most part, I would say. The one thing, I mean, we've already talked about a little bit, but the MLB seems to be doing this to stir the pot as far as the upcoming uh, CBA agreements are concerned. It wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to throw in some uh, shade as far as, uh, you know, stirring the pot, getting some heat off of robot umps. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. I mean, yeah. fans, are, I, fans are still doing that, but it's, you know... I see a little bit less of it since we've been talking about sicky stuff at the very least. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm still a big proponent of it. Robot umps all oh, day yeah, no long in my mind. Night. I mean, for crying out I loud, some some night. of these calls are egregious. I mean, Grandpa Rossi got booted from the game last yeah. night because of, uh, I mean, it was ridiculous. And he got, he literally, the umpire got talked into making that call because he made a close strike call. Yeah, you're getting chirped. Or we're getting chirped. Um <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the YouTube up. Thanks, Scoot. We appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for stopping by, pal. Uh, but we are 100% American. We'll see what happens with the Olympics, okay? The jury is still out, pal. But, um, yeah, some of these egregious calls have just been been off the charts. I, I, I would not put it past... Well, I I don't even know. I would I, put I, I would put it past Rob Manfred. I would to not put do it past. Anything. That's what I was gonna say. I was I, I I would put it past Rob Manfred to not do anything yeah. to this really not be a concern of the play. Like it, you don't really hear anything about it from the MLBPA, so it's not like it's one of their big pushing right. points. It's not like they're gonna bring it to the table at a new CBA. So when do we Maybe. see robot umps? Yeah, Who the hell's gonna fair. implement robot umps? Or, or unless we're gonna do it stadium by stadium, clubhouse stadium by clubhouse. Stadium or just like, you know, the television technology. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's rough. I mean it's it's a whole rabbit hole, but 
the public is in agreement of it that it needs to happen, but (laughs) how will it happen? A lot of other rabbit holes to dive down to to see how that gets done. So we'll see if we see uh, robot umps at any point in time. I don't don't foresee it any time within the next few years at least. Um, I mean, if we start consistently people and like guys like um, Rob Friedman, Pitching Ninja, like some of those big guys, if they consistently start talking about it, then it's going to start moving some needles and we might see something happen. But for right now, it's just going to be a lot of bitching and moaning until uh, bitch and moan until it happens. Until it happens. So there you go. And I'll sit right here, do the same damn thing, my friend. So there we go. There's your MLB for the day. Last two pit stops, ladies and gentlemen, the playoffs, NBA hardwood and the NHL ice. You know what? I want to save all the excitement here for the very end of the rants and reactions. So uh, NBA hardwood, pal. Game one tonight, Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis downgraded to doubtful last night. Seems to be everybody in good standing on the Suns. Um, Where are you leaning? What are you thinking? I mean, I'm leaning that minus six and a half and the under because... Yeah, we're obviously leaning under. I I see it happening pretty similar to... um, Kind of similar to how a lot of these game ones have gone to where the... uh, the underdog gets shut out pretty much. They don't score more than like 88, 89, 92, 93, somewhere in there. And then the favorite scores 105, 110, 115, somewhere in that ballpark okay. range. I, I, I think I see that that's how this game is going to play out. Sun's coming with a little bit more rest. The Bucks still have some some doubt, some questioning, and I, I don't know, man. The way the Suns are rolling right now, it it just seems all but their series to lose. I'm kind of torn on it. And, you know, you've, we've seen in NBA Finals Game 1's past that typically the underdog kind of surprises you. And, and this, this is a different case where if Giannis comes back, who knows what's going to happen. But if it was a series without Giannis for the full series, typically a team like that would come out and uh, – you know, exceed expectations in game one, and then the Suns would wipe the floor with them the following, you know, the rest of the series. So sure. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm honestly leaning towards Bucks just because game ones in the finals, the weird stuff usually happens. Games are a lot closer than you would expect. So I kind of like the plus six and a half. I don't know if I'll sprinkle money line or not, but I'm kind of leaning Bucks. I hope I'm not biased on that. I don't think I am. I don't have any true reason to be biased on that, even though I have been on the Bucks lately. Mm. With Giannis, though. So without Giannis, I don't know. Yeah, so, it's kind of it, it's toss-up. It's going to be interesting for the opening game. But I, I think, honestly, our, our play is the most valuable in what we found. And, and I think the under, yeah. oh, under yeah. 219 is I the most valuable the most, in this. Sure. Yeah, absolutely, in this matchup. Um, might be some potential player props. Might throw together a little same-game parlay. Who knows what's going on here for game one. But it's the finals. And we only got, at the max, seven games left. At the least, four games left. So, uh we only got a finite amount of time here to keep betting on the NBA, so we'll uh, we'll hammer in anything we can. So make sure you stay tuned. I'm sure we'll put out anything on the Action app. Actually, good time to remind you of that, too. Um, but definitely put all of the props, anything additional we play outside of the TTL pod, all on our Action profiles. Uh, everything is tracked there, so you can uh, follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Follow Armag's at our mags uh, in all caps. And then you can follow the Talking the Line page at Talking the Line. And then um, we are also proud members of the Tally Site community. Uh, if you want to get access to some of the best insights, trends, and everything in between in the industry right now, uh, please come over, join us at uh, Tally Site. You can get 70% off an 
uh, monthly memberships, only $2.99 a month. You get 70% off if you go through us. So super duper easy. And it also helps support the show, helps make us bigger and better and helps us bring out new content for you guys. And uh, as we always say, keep DTL Sports Media growing bigger and better every single day. Um, so check us out there. We uh, we do tend to put out graphics and different stuff um, on the Tally site. So make sure uh, you guys follow us there. Check us out. And then um, if you do see any graphics on the Twitter or anything we put out, click on those. Check it out. See what you think. Uh, give us any feedback. Give us anything you want. But uh, it is consistently growing, consistently updating, and uh, great stuff coming from Tally site. So make sure you check us out there as well. Last but certainly not least, my friends, the Stanley Cup ice. Last night, and you can check my Twitter profile, and it will not move until the deal is done. Talked about it a little bit yesterday, but uh, partner, I, I we, we said, we said you better watch the fuck out with some stiff words like that. The mayor. Of the fine city of Tampa Bay, Florida, said, hey, 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 great we city, just... Great mayor, sure. Great city, great mayor. I don't know if she's great, but great city, sure. Yeah, who knows if she's a great mayor. She could be real bad. But either way, <laughs> either way, we're about 1,600 miles away from her. Uh, either way, said that, hey, you know, we'll just take a little easy. Let the Habs get one win. I found the, uh, found the clip of it. Yep. Full clip. Tweeted it. Habs in seven. Pinned it to the profile and it will stay there until the deal is done. And my les habitants lift Mr. Now Lord Stanley above their head. I uh, I was hoping that you uh, somehow were misled on your French and were tweeting out some just horrible profanities or something like that. But uh, nonetheless, we talked no, about it No, I wasn't going to get too crazy. All I wanted to do was... The Habs goal. That's okay, all I need. Okay, okay, <laughs> that, right, that's yeah. that's what uh, Butte uh, Les Habitants means. I don't yeah. speak any fucking French. French followers, Montreal Canadian. Yeah, followers. hey, but hey, great to see you guys. I got all types of Montreal Canadian followers <laughs> and newscasters from the the Great White North. So, uh, um, oh, hey there, good to see you guys. <laughs> great oh, to be here. friends with you. But uh, yeah, we talked about it yesterday. I don't know what it is with these mayors who uh, apparently don't pay that close attention <laughs> to sports. They don't, don't know what jinxes are and whatnot because. Uh, you know, I, I can't bring up specifics, but typically when these things are said for mayors, governors, all the like, as far as, you know, oh, maybe take it easy or, you know, we got this in the bag, that type of stuff. Yeah. Things usually go poorly after that. Things and, go uh, you know, south. Still a big steep hill to climb. But, uh, hey, Canadians last couple of games, even uh, game two and three that they lost, it wasn't like a landslide in game one was. So they get that OT victory. Now do the tables turn so you get lightning just raking to open the series we go to ot habs turn the tide now the habs rake five six and nuts. seven that would be nuts i uh, last time they went down 3-0 in a stanley cup playoff series they uh came back and won it in seven games for the sake of a jinx. oh shit that was in 2021 oh geez oh, oh geez. whoa for the sake of a jinx i don't know man I don't know. For don't the know. sake of a jinx, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, actually, you know what? I'm not going to be backing them. Uh, I can't put my money on them. Much like I was saying yesterday, I if this is truly one of the last times I'll I'll get to watch them, I'm going to watch full heartedly on the bandwagon. But I won't be betting. I don't know. For the sake of a jinx. We'll see, we'll see what happens, baby. You know I'm all still on the Habs either way. You know what I'm doing. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm uh, I'm sticking firm to it. Habs in seven. Habs in seven. You don't believe me? I pinned it to my damn profile just so you guys know the level I'm on with Les Habitants. That about does it. Oh, actually, 
Uh, quick, want to say a quick little tease and piece. Uh, if you guys didn't know, a little something happened to the Columbus Blue Jackets family over uh, the holiday weekend. Um, it came out at first that it was something totally different. And guys, this is just another example of why you need to be so careful during the 4th of July holidays. I know it's a blast to set off fireworks. I, I'm a pyromaniac myself. I know it's a blast. But please, even if you are going to drink and set off fireworks, please do it responsibly. Please, for the love of goodness. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Matisse Kivlenix, 24-year-old goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets, passed away on um, Sunday after taking firework trauma to the chest. And... It sucks. It's terrible. It's it's extremely hard to even talk about or, or hear because he was such a promising young prospect and and being a year younger than me that that hits way too close to home. Um, so guys, please, please. I know we got a whole nother year before this comes up. It, just whatever you do, if you still got remnants in your fucking closet, yeah, no please, still definitely please is. be safe because it, it, it's too easy to be safe with fireworks, but it's also too easy to be dumb. And when you be dumb really bad things can happen. Yep. So please, please, just a reminder, be safe and T's and P's of the Kiv Lennox family and all of the Columbus Blue Jackets family from the TTL Sports Media family. We, uh, You guys are definitely in our thoughts and prayers. So if you guys ever do hear this, uh, we, we're we with you. So there you go. Uh, turn the vibes back up a little bit there. I uh, know that was a little bit of a rough way to end the uh, ransom reactions, but definitely wanted to send some T's and P's out there. Uh, outside of that, my friend, bring these vibes back, back up home, through the fucking floor. Anything you got burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 74 today of the TTL pod. Okay, so June 8th, 1993, last time the NBA Finals was in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. What was the number one song in the country at the time? One more time with the year. June 8th, 1993. 1993. You're not going to get this right. June 8th, 1993. I might get the movie if, I, if you didn't see it on my screen. I did not. Okay. I'm glad I didn't. I looked in that direction, yeah, but I didn't. You're not going to get this song. Uh, in 1993, I'm going to say. Okay, at least give me a genre. Ah, pop. Okay, that's where I was woman, going. It's a woman singer. Is it a song by Shania Twain? Nope. <laughs> it's Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Oh, Wow. Uh, that's the way love goes. Oh, uh, yeah. I would have never. I would have never guessed it. I would have never <laughs> okay. guessed it. But I know the song okay, for okay. sure. Um, but the jamming. I had two years before I was even a twinkle in my daddy's eyes. So okay. So no, the only one I ever got here. Number one movie on that day. This one you might be able to guess. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Nineteen ninety-three. Consider it sci-fi. Classic, uh, popular movie. 1993. Oh, dinosaurs? Question mark. If I say yes, you had Jurassic yeah. Park. Yes. Oh, well. let's go. Wow. I was. It was either. Yeah, that's honestly the only place I'm, I couldn't think of any. Like, I was gonna say Powder, but like that's not popular enough. You didn't even know that movie. Like, that's if you guys don't know the movie Powder, you have never seen that. <laughs> Holy hell, that is such a good, good movie. Grief. It is not. It is not about cocaine. It is not about cocaine. Cares about powder. <laughs> it's a great ass movie. I suggest you go watch it. It is about an albino boy who has tele 
telepath telekinesis no telepathic powers that's the word tele that's that's yeah telekinesis yeah move shit with his mind but there you go thank you partner 1993 june 8th 1993 last time they were there I, he, the only reason why he's bummed about that because I just showed him that video the other day and I was just losing my mind about it. Just random as fuck. Hey, if if you don't know and they don't know by now, my middle name is Random Pal. I just, I, hey, I I, I, I walk down powder. the I walk down the aisles of my mind and just start ripping shit off the shelves. Okay, so just leave me be. Ignore me sometimes. All right, uh, but hey, appreciate your sidebar there. Appreciate the uh, information. Also, um. The Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks, they have a little bit of an interesting history and backstory while we're on this here right now. In 1973, I'm going to say, 73 or 77, I'm really good with like seeing dates, but I, I it's either 73 or 77. That was the, a good backup. Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, like I, I know, but like I have a uh, photographic memory. Like okay, that's what I was okay. trying to see. It's either 73 or 77. I know it starts with seven. Um, the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. and the Milwaukee Bucks engaged in a coin flip for the number one overall pick in the draft that year. For uh, Lou Alcindor. Oh, look at you, even his original name. What a guy for you guys, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And they would go on to win the playoffs that year with the young man, the rookie, and uh, the Suns would go on to uh, wait a long time. Yes. <laughs> a very long time. Very long. But there you go. A little bit of tidbit uh, for you as well. So, hey, I got a sidebar for you guys too. There you go. Thanks for that, partner. Uh, all of that being said, Nothing else major I got uh, here on the list. Anything I missed sports-wise? Any uh, breaking news we need to get out? Nothing. All right. Well, uh, this one's going to be a little bit shorter than yesterday. We went about two hours yesterday talking about this, that, and the other. There was a lot more to rant and react about. The Uh, calm that is the storm before the match four. Yes. (laughs) Yes, sir. So there you go. There you have it. Rants and reactions. Let's get this show closed out the only way I know how and the TTL crew knows how. A little bit of motivation minutes for you today. Oh, a little bit of freeze there. Don't know what the heck happened, but we should be back all in action. I do believe. Yes, we are. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, quick sip of high-quality H2O. Of course, a quick spill on my shirt as well. <laughs> Hilariously on brand. Let's... Uh, let's, let's, let's get you a little motivation here today. So, if you haven't read the description wanted to give you share a little bit of perspective on priming events now what do i mean by that your mind might be kind of spinning it probably has been spinning a little bit since the beginning of the show if you've been sticking around the whole time what exactly is colt going to be talking about well it's something that i've i've talked about in the past uh, quite a long time ago and actually wrote a newsletter on something kind of similar but i didn't get this perspective or this way to look at it until literally yesterday it just kind of came to my head and popped in my mind and i kind of wanted to share where what i was thinking so in life obviously we all have these big events that we're trying to attain or big goals or big achievements that we need to get to that's the macro we're all so focused on the macro and how can we get there and and why am I not getting there now and why is this thing happening to me now when I'm trying to get to that? Well, those are your priming events. On the road to get 
to that main goal, that main event, you have to go through a shitload of priming events. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be prepared for when you get to the big event. And I know, I can attest to it too, the priming events suck. They're not fun. It's not enjoyable. But how can you handle them? Are you someone who, when you got to go through those issues and those problems, you, I can never catch a break. Here we go again. Or are you the person that says, all right, unexpected challenge. What is this going to teach me? What am I supposed to learn here? What is this getting me further in? What mindset do you have? How do you approach your priming events? When shit hits the fan and you don't get the answer that you were expecting for the last week, month, six months, year, you don't get that answer, what's your reaction? Do you turn around and forget the macro main event because one small priming event hurt your progress when it really didn't hurt your progress at all because it's a priming event? It's adding to your repertoire. It's getting you further. Why, why turn around? Why go back just because of one bump in the road? Another quote, it's kind of a combination of a, a, a personal quote and things I've heard other people say in the past, but when one door closes, another door opens, but it's hell in the hallway. And when you're in those priming events, you're just in the hallway. And I can promise you that that next door is going to open but in order for it to, you got to keep trudging down that hallway. You got to keep taking those priming events one at a time. Not viewing them as something to hurt you or something to create more stress or an additional load to you. They're being added to your path and to your plate to help teach you, help mold you, and help you grow to reach your ultimate goal. So remember, my friends, the... The process is so much important, more important than the product. And when you get lost in the process and you get lost in those priming events and you start to get comfortable being uncomfortable in those hallways is when you really start seeing things happen in your life. When you stop trying to fight all those moments that are there to make you better and you just allow them to happen, then you start reaching those macro ultimate goals. I can promise you, because I got GFO classification to talk about it. I do it, I live it. I am a process over product nut. I grind day in and day out, not knowing any idea where this company is going to go. I got a pretty good vision. My partner's got a pretty good vision as well, but Shit can change. We go through priming events every single day, do we not? We do. We got to research. We got to learn. We got to grow. We hit some walls. We look at each other and say, eh, what's this teaching us? Where, where's this going to take us? So today I challenge you to start embracing your priming events. Start focusing on the micro and what right here and now is doing to get you to the macro. And remember... When one door closes, another door opens, but it's hell in the hallway. Get through that hallway, keep walking, and you'll eventually make it. Burst through that door, 
and you're going to have some serious success. I promise. That does it for my motivation minutes for today. Good stuff, my man. I mean, the one thing, yeah, I can't really add too much. The one thing that really sticks out to me, and you said it a couple times, is what can I, what can you, or what can I learn from this? Uh, and that really sticks with me. And you, like as you already mentioned, you can't be having that mindset of I can't, have, I can't catch a break, I can't do this or that. What can you learn for this? Maybe why are you in that spot, and where do you go from here? That's what I love about what you said. One hundred percent. And there's real power and truth in that. Mm-hmm. That the more you say, oh, I can never catch a break. Oh, I can never do anything. Why is this doing this to my... The more that will continue to happen. Oh, yeah. No question. And the moment you decide to change your mindset, turn it around and say, hey, I'm just going to learn from this. You cook right on through the process, my friends. And before you know it, the product is in your lap. So why have I been fighting it like this for mm-hmm. so long? You have that epiphany moment. So... There you go, my friends. Fall in love with your priming events in the process today and watch yourself reach those macro events without any problem. There you go. One more time, my motivation minutes of the day. Hope that uh, gave you a little bit of inspiration and motivation. Get you through this Tuesday. Any uh, any mountains, no, no, they're molehills that you got to conquer today. I hope you can get right on through them. Remember, what do I always say? Give them the blades! If anybody's got anything to say to you, if you want to give them the left one too, that's fine. And if you're standing on the battlefield and you see flame and arrows flying your way and you don't know what you're going to do, what, what what do we do, Max? We snatch those fuckers out of the air and crack them over our knee because we are the baddest ones in the valley. We're bringing that heat today, ladies and gentlemen. So if anybody's got anything to say, once again, <laughs> give them the blades. But that all being said... That uh, that's show. That about does it here, that's ladies and gentlemen. Uh, July 6th, 2021. Wanted to remind you one more time so you don't have to check your calendars. You better know what date it is. I've said it about 30 times throughout the course of this entire show. Episode number 74 is a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide. As always... For myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.